Hey, it's Marissa, and you are listening to From Boise. Today's story is a good one. It's about Boise's Koi Keeper community. Um, A few months ago, I went to a fundraiser event at Searle's Place. The event was like this family-style dinner in Searle's house, followed by a private show in the backyard with Boise artist Island Jewel. It was really fun and cool, but at this dinner, so it's family style, we're all sitting at one long table, and I sat across from Katie Shanafelt. We got to talking, and I learned that she has koi fish in her backyard. So I started asking her some questions about her fish and having koi fish here. And I learned that not only does Katie have koi fish, but she's also a koi fish doctor and she helps people care for their fish. And she's very active in this whole community of people throughout the Treasure Valley and Idaho who have koi fish, which I I guess I just didn't realize that there was so many people who have ponds or koi fish, which why would I? I don't spend time in people's backyards, but it got me curious. So Like I do, I asked Katie if I could come over and see her koi pond and ask her some more questions. And the result is this story. So I hope you enjoy it. This is Boise's Koi Keepers. Boise's high desert climate may not seem like the place to raise koi fish, but the members of Idaho Water Garden and Koi Society are gearing up to show us how it's done. Created in 1990, the Idaho Water Garden and Koi Society is a statewide group of people who have a love and commitment for ponds and keeping koi fish. In addition to having koi ponds and koi fish at their own homes, the club helped build the koi pond at the Idaho Botanical Gardens. They planted water lilies and aquatic plants in Catherine Albertson's Park, and they care for the water lilies and koi at the Boise Depot and do an annual cleanup of the depot's ponds. The club, which is about 70 members strong, also has two public events, pond tours during the summer months, where you can go see some of the best backyard ponds in the valley, and an annual koi show, which is coming up next weekend on Saturday, September 16th at Edwards Greenhouse. To get the scoop on keeping koi fish in Boise, I talked to Katie Shanafelt. Katie is a koi keeper and pond lover, a longtime member and the current president of the Idaho Water Garden and Koi Society a certified medical koi keeper, a.k.a. fish doctor, and a national koi judge. Water gardening has always been part of Katie's life. She built her first pond at her parents' house while they were away on vacation. And many ponds later, Katie now has a thriving koi pond in her own backyard. She also helps people across the Treasure Valley care for koi fish and install ponds in their own backyards. Katie told me, quote, I learned the hard way. The old adage is that you have to kill a lot of fish to be a good fish keeper, and I've had my fair share. But there's so many people who have or want ponds, and they just think, oh, I'll dig a hole, throw some goldfish in it, and call it good. Most people don't know what fish really need, end quote. Lots of people love the idea of having a pond at their home, but most don't understand the design aspect of actually building the pond. While a pond is built to look natural, it's most likely not a natural feature in your yard here in Boise. So in order to achieve a healthy functioning pond, it takes informed planning and design, especially if you're going to have fish live in it. This is where Katie and the Koi Club can help. So one of my biggest questions about keeping koi fish in Boise was in regard to our weather. What happens in the summer when it's super hot and what do you do in the winter once it gets cold? 
As Katie told me, quote, we have a really strange climate here. It can be super cold and super hot. So it's always a good idea to talk to the people who know what to do and how to winter your fish. And the Koi Club is the best place to start. Honestly, the club has so much information, so much experience. They are just a wealth of knowledge. We teach people every season how to open ponds, how to shut ponds, where to get healthy fish, and how to take care of them, end quote. In the summer, Katie has a sun sail covering part of her pond for shade. That helps, but most important is keeping track of the water temperature. Katie uses a floating thermometer that she can read from inside her house so she can keep tabs on it at all times. The water is typically 10 to 20 degrees cooler than the outside temp, and if it's really, really hot, she will float bags of ice in the pond to cool it down. Katie also keeps water constantly circulating throughout the pond. 10% of the water is refreshed each day. All of the excess water is used to water her lawn or other plants. In the winter, koi fish and goldfish go into a kind of hibernation called torpor. It's a semi-dormant state when a fish's activity level and digestion slows way down. Koi are also in the carp family, so they are pretty hardy fish. Koi actually means carp in Japanese. Katie's winter plan is to keep everything going in the pond and make sure the water's moving, monitor the water temperature, and make sure her fish have food and oxygen. She said, quote, I use what's called a solar blanket, like for swimming pools, and I put that over the top of the pond. Then I put some pretty high-powered heaters in the pond, like 2,000-watt heaters, and I have them jacked up as hot as they'll go, end quote. She noted that even though the heaters are running on high, it doesn't make the pond hot, but it keeps the water around 50 to 55 degrees all winter. Katie also has some tips and tricks for, quote, putting the fish to bed in the winter. There's a couple medical things she does, like using aquaprazi to keep parasites away from the fish while they're in torpor. If you are interested in starting a water garden and or koi pond, Katie's first suggestion would be to get in touch with the club. She said, quote, that's what we do. We have an incredible pond designer, Sot Chimonis. He has designed industrial ponds for large facilities with fish, and now he does really high-end ponds. So he can tell you what to do, and then it's just finding the contractors to do it, end quote. This episode of From Boise is sponsored by Valley Regional Transit. If you didn't already know, VRT is working on creating a better bus system that is not only efficient and reliable, but also adaptable as our community grows. So what the heck does this mean? It means that VRT is redesigning our entire bus network, and now is the time to give your feedback. What do you want public transportation to look like in the Treasure Valley? Check out the network redesign proposal and then let VRT know what you think. Visit valleyregionaltransit.org or click the link in the show notes. Katie has a 5,000-gallon koi pond in the backyard of her Garden City home. It's a completely custom design, which was somewhat out of necessity. She told me, quote, There's no companies in town that build koi ponds. There's companies that will build you a water feature, but those are not necessarily set up for this kind of koi. For this kind of koi pond, you have to have nothing in it. No rocks in the bottom, straight sides all the way down, no shelves for plants. And just make sure that it is built for fish first, end quote. The point of having straight sides on your koi pond is to make it harder for predators to reach the fish. Katie explained that when you have plant shelves down into the pond, you basically just created a staircase leading to a buffet for predators. Raccoons and birds can just walk right down the steps into your pond and grab your fish, 
and eat them. <laughs> um, to create her pond, Katie did some of this work herself, hired a bit of professional help, and relied on some helpful friends. She rented the backhoe to dig out the pond area, and she hired a mason to install the brick walls around it. Friends came over to help her set the liner and the bottom train and other pieces. As Katie said, quote, it should be a community project. It's like a barn raising when you build a koi pond, <laughs> end quote. The amount of work and cost will depend on how big your pond is, of course. An easy way is to just go to the store and buy an insert and put it into the ground, but that is not necessarily the best way, especially if you plan to have koi fish. Katie says that koi fish will grow no matter what, and she ends up doing a lot of fish rescues when people start with these small inserts. She tells people to never skimp on size and always make your pond bigger than you think you should. First and foremost, though, Katie says in order to have a successful pond, you must have the desire to have beautiful fish in a beautiful pond in your backyard. It's the intention and commitment to care for your water garden and or fish that's the most important thing. For Katie, her fish are very much her pets. Katie's baby is a huge yellow koi fish named Butter. Butter is 30 inches long right now, and she's still growing. She grew four inches this year alone. Butter loves watermelon and oranges, and all of Katie's fish also love to eat sweet potatoes. Koi fish are extremely peaceful creatures. They are not aggressive towards each other or other living things. Koi are also omnivorous, and they don't eat other fish or even bugs. Katie said, quote, most people think koi just eat algae. I hear that all the time. But you don't put a horse in a pasture and never feed it hay. If you did, all its food would be gone pretty quickly. People don't think that way with fish, end quote. Katie's fish also have their own little personalities, which I loved. Katie said that the female fish are generally more calm and slow, and they like to eat on the surface. The male fish are a little more jazzy and move around faster. The males also tend to be longer and skinnier than the females. And when showing fish in competitions, it's the females that tend to be chosen to show because they get rounder and overall larger than the males. And as Katie said, quote, you want them to be nice and round. Yeah, we appreciate the goddess in the fish world, end quote. You can get a glimpse of these big, beautiful koi fish at the upcoming Boise Koi Show happening next Saturday, September 16th at Edwards Greenhouse. They have soft-sided tanks set up in one of the greenhouses, which is where the show takes place. Participants bag and transport their fish over to Edwards on Friday, and the show begins on Saturday at 9 a.m. and ends at 4 p.m. Fish are judged in two categories. There's A fish, which are gosanke category. This includes kohaku, which are red and white koi, sanke, which are red and white koi with black spots on top, and showa, which are red and white koi with black wraps around it. Only gosanke koi fish can take the grand champion prize. There's also the bee fish category, which are all other kinds of koi fish. This is what most people have in their ponds. All of the fish are measured, photographed, and then entered into a database where they are ranked. The fish are judged on their size and also the purity of color, like how white their white is or how black their black spots are. In the evening, there's a big awards banquet where winners are announced and awarded with giant trophies and ribbons. Katie has her fair share of trophies, an entire bookcase full. They're expecting about 140 fish to be entered into this year's koi show. And koi isn't the only thing to see here either. The Boise Bonsai Society also brings a huge display of bonsai trees, and they host workshops and demos about how to care for bonsai. 
The Kawatakio drummers also do a big drumming performance at noon. And there's a bunch of vendors that are selling fish, items for ponds, artwork, and much more. It's a really great opportunity for people to come see fish in person and meet these koi keepers, ask them questions, and learn more about Boise's koi community. So mark your calendars for the 29th annual Boise Koi Show. That is happening at Edwards Greenhouse on Saturday, September 16th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's very family-friendly, and it's also totally free to attend. You can also learn more about the Idaho Water Garden and Koi Society and how to get started with a pond of your own at iwgks.org. You can find links to all of these in the show notes. And if you would like to see photos of Katie's koi fish and her pond, you can see photos in today's newsletter, which is in your inbox or at fromboise.com. All right. Thanks for listening.